welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the first pilot episode of a new series that we will be covering for all mankind, which is on Apple TV. Let's go ahead and take a look behind the curtains. I just want to ask Pierce, maybe grab a pencil take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. Let's give credit where credit is due. This is a alternate history science fiction drama created by Ronald D. Moore, Matt Wolpert, and Ben Nadivi. It stars Joel Kinnaman as Edward Baldwin, Michael Dorman as Gordo Stevens, Sarah Jones as Tracy Stevens, Chantel Van Shanten as Karen Baldwin, Jody Balfour as Ellen Wilson, Ren Smith as Margot Madison, Sonia Walger, I know her from Lost, as Molly Cobb, and a lot of other things, but <laughs> Lost just comes to mind right now. Chris Marshall as Danielle Poole. I don't think we met some of these characters. Cynthia, or Cynthia. Wu as Kelly Baldwin, KCW Johnson as Danny Stevens, Coral Pena as Aleda, Rosales and Eddie Gathegi as Dev Ayesa. People I know we have not met, but they are all listed as main cast. Composer Jeff Russo, or Russo, I guess is probably a better pronounce, pronunciation. And joining the executive producers of Ronald, Matt, and Ben are Seth Gordon. Seth Gordon, why do you sound so familiar? I'm not sure why. I'll look him up later. So yeah, this series is uh, 10 episodes long and is centered around the space race. Now that we have the lowdown, let's get into the episode. Red Moon, the first episode, was written, the story by Ronald D. Moore, Matt, and Ben, teleplay by Ronald D. Moore, directed by Seth Gordon. The series premiered 11-1 of 2019, and this first episode I gave an 8.3 out of 10. I like the composer aspect. I mean, they played one of my favorite songs ever in this series in the first episode, so... Uh, nostalgically I was kind of pulled in I like the idea of the alternate space race of America versus the Soviet Union I'm all down for this alternative history or is it alternative did I say it right I think I did why am I questioning myself but um it was a little I, I think I had an expectation because this show was recommended to me by um Andy from Great their like podcast and I was kind of he said you know the first episode had him on the edge of his seat so I was kind of waiting for that tension but I didn't necessarily get it so maybe my expectation going in was a little bit different which accounted for things feeling a little slower at some paces um I don't have a handle on all of the characters as of yet Joe Kinnaman just looks like a whole ass snack. Yeah, you got that yummy, 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 yummy. Yeah, you got that yummy, 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 yummy. I have 
loved him since he was Lyndon in The Killing. I watch a lot of Joel Kinnaman. I like his acting. I like what he does. Um, I can't help but think season two of Alter Carbon would be so much better if he had signed on for that. Sorry, Anthony Mackie. But, um, <laughs> I really shit on you or shat on you a lot during that season and you did everything that warranted the uh the dragging <laughs> so let's move on to this episode the space race jfk emphasized in his state of the union that the russian success of space exploration is a threat to the advancement of the idea that the united states is the dominant power and commits to a landing or commits to landing a man on the moon first thus they will become a humiliation in front of the entire world under pressure under pressure mexico june 26th of 1969 alita feels forced to watch the historical moon landing moment on tv despite her mother being sick she wants to ingrain the memory of this moment with her daughter in houston texas everyone is watching the first moon landing everywhere in the united states most stunned at the fact that in this timeline it wasn't neil armstrong but the russians man named alexei manoff which means that the marxist linus has superiority in the world I really love the added context of the real footage from time and history added in with some of these uh <laughs> made up but almost realistic aspects which is the Nixon tapes. I just thought that was a nice touch because it sounds just like Nixon too like a little bitch complaining always worried about his own damn image how he's going to be blamed inferior complex basically like i'm not going down for fumbling the ball at the goal line and intending to throw nasa under the bus edward baldwin reads the paper during breakfast the next morning when i saw those sunny side up eggs i don't even know why i was starving for them <laughs> i almost stopped what i was doing to go make some and some bacon but i don't have any bacon so that kind of ruined the idea his son tells him shane that they should have let him land on the moon then america would have been first indicating that he is an astronaut that works for nasa his wife karen every pun intended wonders how it'll change things he's off to a meeting called by deke to find out talk about living where you work poppy is her name poppy or was it mar was it something else i feel like her name was something else but i felt someone called her poppy but she got her whole apartment in her office. She lives and breathes NASA. Deke meets with the boys. Apollo 11 is going as planned and business will be as usual. Not this weekend though, because it's time to get drunk and piss the fuck off. <laughs> and then I got my song, y'all. They all raced out in their man cars to my jam. What becomes of the brokenhearted? by jimmy ruffin i lost my shit because i love that song 
and they played it not once not twice but like three times in this episode and each t- each time i was like yeah you're giving me what i want they then karaoke and toss darts in the bar at the uh, news clipping damn joel Hennon looks sexy as fuck yeah you got that yummy 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 i mean everyone was not dancing to that song the way it should be danced to but um they can't help that they're caucasian (laughs) uh and that shirt is just man to be that shirt just think about when i see everyone smoking in these types of series like around the 80s or you know i guess (laughs) i'm thinking of stranger things but of course there's the 60s and 70s that came before it where people could just smoke in an office building and you can't do that anywhere today so glad because i don't want to inhale cigarette smoke just for walking into a place because it's just an atrocious smell for me it's not as if someone smokes around me and i'm gonna lose my shit no but to the levels in which they used to smoke it (laughs) back in the day and how it all you know 30 people in a room smoking together that's a whole different type of inhaling than if you're just with your one friend or two friends who want to have a smoke like yeah that's fine i could deal with that jesus so yeah i kept thinking the whole entire time when i saw people picking up cigarettes this is where the (laughs) proficiency of cancer spread it had to because people just really took to smoking as if it was uh uh, as as critical as breathing as critical as breathing dig and is it von fun or von i wrote it down somewhere i'll remember it but they have assembled to discuss who's going to take the fall cia is like no i sent you all these reports they passed the hot potato back to deke he's like fuck that shit they all need to basically come up with a plan to save the program so apollo 11 can't be pushed up because no one's going to watch them land in the dark the press is reaming it up they ass uh basically saying you know what's up didn't we have someone close to the surface of the moon a month ago and that was baldwin's mission apollo 10 which explains why he is rather upset i would be too they declare look we are better than the russians we have better technology better equipment we will advance our exploration of space past what the russians can do despite them landing on the moon first however apollo 10 that was not in the mission but everyone's like well if it was then maybe we would have been the first on the moon a month ago bond claims it was not feasible at all but deke he looked at awfully shifty yeah i know i said looked it a reporter known to many come sniffing for a comment about the fiasco uh gordo calls the reasons given to the press as bullshit for them not landing but then goes to the restroom i love that the reporter contemplated like do i talk to the guy who's kind of seething or the one that's drunk and might give me all of the details he settles on ed 
of course because ed is bitter like that should have been me and he admits and nasa lost their balls their edge after the fire in apollo 1 but there are still those wanting to live on the edge like himself we flash back to his aborted mission to just land and say fuck it but he didn't and now he feels like he should have done and so he's kind of resentful of that fact giving the reporter everything that he needed and i think that ed did it to be spiteful (laughs) i think it's interesting that it's a commentary on safety versus you know the guys that want to go in space what kind what are they like you know what kind of like everyone doesn't want to look up at the stars and go i should go there they might think oh it's cool i like watching shows about it but jumping in and being jeff bezos that's not everybody's like you got to be somewhere mentally that other people aren't and uh i like that they're especially with the male side of it (laughs) exploring you know that they they're not too keen on safety and protocols above taking just the risk mexico alita's mom has passed and the family seemed to be heading for the border back at nasa ed and his team are back to completing their tests when an alarm goes off margo yeah that was her name margo why did they call her poppy margo knows exactly what to do and double checks her work but guido tells her to stay in her lane and the landing is aborted guido Vaughn was definitely looking at you like yeah I think you need to be replaced and he has a Von Braun that's his name he has a visit with Margo and tells her look if you want to be a flight controller you cannot hesitate or be intimidated he told you to stay in your lane and you should have said shut the fuck up you're a fucking cunt you're a stupid cunt suck my dick Ed has been quoted in Newsweek and Deke tells him he is now reassigned to Apollo applications and off Apollo 15. Von Braun wanted him out of the program but Deke would not allow it. He did throw NASA under the bus for being cowards and Deke tells him look you need to pull your head out of your own ass. This isn't just about you because the president was looking for a whale to blame and you just served this up ensuring the program gets shut down if not worse seeing as congress is assembling hearings just to find someone to blame this is like pearl harbor to americans they can't believe their superiority (laughs) it it comes off in a way that definitely um makes some uh criticizing commentary on patriotism like you could be a patriot but how far are you willing to be a patriot uh some of these (laughs) speeches in here i'm like um i suppose if you are that type of person this would in fact be what is motivating you but if you are someone else from a different place which it feels they're going to be exploring in this series i'm sure it means a different type of thing that that type of patriotism back to nixon bitching about on these tapes how he will still be the ultimate scapegoat with congress putting him in the hot seat for nasa's loss of victory that dude that was just listening to him on the phone Uh uh-huh honey like you know he's just gotten 12 to 15 calls from nixon since 
<laughs> a day since it's uh, occurred because it's the only person he can vent to. Worse, this means Kennedy has a bigger chance in the next presidential race. I wasn't sure which Kennedy we were referencing. Apparently, it's Ted. Because there was also Bobby. I like Bobby a lot. I think he's the best Kennedy. He really did put a lot of work in. And I ain't talking about the JFK bullshit. He was the pretty boy in front of the camera. Uh, saying all of the things. But Bobby was doing all of the things. Bobby showed up. And, I mean, he was in like a fucking all black neighborhood when the mlk got shot and instead of just getting the fuck out of there he stood up and said look i feel you <laughs> like i know what's about to pop up but i'm telling you in this moment right now i feel you <laughs> and ho- in this moment we can mourn together one of the greatest moments ever recorded and very very um poorly shown in history at home karen very pun intended (laughs) i can't help it (laughs) she always plays this character is upset her husband can discuss his feelings about work to a journalist breaking the code but not his wife whose life is tethered to what he chooses at night they decide to reconcile because she made sure she bought a small couch so he'll never sleep on it next day at work he takes the demotion and uh the the side eyes apologizes for his mistake calls himself an ass and intends to do all he can to make apollo 11 a success neil forgives him and gordo is proud two weeks before apollo 11 launches von braun is told that nixon will not call during the first landing on the moon because presidents don't call silver medalists oh no he didn't i laughed so damn hard (laughs) that is some saltine ass type of rebuttal just realize that that's the father from umbrella academy von braun should have stuck with the monkeys which made it even more funny neil and the others prepare for apollo 11 mission for the apollo 11 mission with the whole program on the line because if it fails (laughs) it will likely be canceled who knew cancel culture existed in this timeline in the 1960s i don't know his name but he gave a hell of a speech before the mission saying if we fail but if we succeed we can continue space exploration to eventually answer the questions in the universe or the number one question are we alone no why the fuck would we be (laughs) we don't need proof to find out i don't want to knock on anyone else's fucking door can you imagine we ain't gonna come out the other side of that looking anything other than an ass still debating it though we are in this country he says failure is not an option Meanwhile, at the Mexican border, Alida and her family prepare to illegally cross. We have this idea that the moon, though, because she was looking up at it, is close, but it's actually far. It's like very fucking far away. It is also the key to life on Earth. But it's not like all those photos, even you remember in health class or whatever, science class, 
where they always show you the moon like right here and the earth like right this is where it is no it's fucking very far <laughs> it is not even man i wish I-, I had a good demonstration but if you haven't googled it please do because we're it- it's a very big fucking deal and it it uh profoundly changes your viewpoint of the fact that we have landed a person on the moon and that jeff bezos went last week <laughs> someone's talking about this hotel idea and my mom i was like look we're we're not we're not close she's like but they don't no 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 like it's a it's an idea but life on mars it's it's an idea you know but we we got a long time long time before that and that's even a reality so settle down (laughs) but it's still i mean if you're someone who came from the 60s and you couldn't even imagine yeah it's a lot bigger a deal and then the way they teach it in school they don't they they say it's a big deal but you're just kind of like watching the tape in 2009 going this is terrible footage quality and of course that's when the ideas of this must be doctored footage pops it uh arrears his ugly head i'm pretty sure that they did what they needed to do i don't think it's a conspiracy we landed on the moon let's pat ourselves on the back we have made huge technological advancements in society there is no debate about that but yeah watching it on that television in 11th grade you're just kind of like this is boring (laughs) and i don't see what the big deal is why couldn't it be in color karen joins tracy gordy's gordo's wife with son shane for a watch party while the men are at the bar oh the 60s gordo thought about what he would say if he were the first man on the moon though ed has not given him much thought either he's being completely humble or he really just he probably wasn't thinking about what to say probably thinking holy shit i'm on the moon Gordo did think about it though, or at least he talks about his feelings, especially how he went back home to Chicago and he mentions the Chicago race riots. And I'm glad he's talking about it as if it's a lived event and not, you know, telling the viewer, hey, in 1968, there was these Chicago race riots. What were the Chicago race riots? They were in response to MLK being shot. You know, he's like, look, I I grew up there i had friends there i went to school there and seeing those cops with hatred in their eyes beating those kids um he basically is like what the fuck is the world coming to and i thought it was also a nice touch seeing a white man discuss this with other white people because it's not wholly the black community's i or, or you know responsibility or even um intention to change the mind of the white community it's also better if sometimes those those conversations are had within those communities with each other right and i've seen that actually happen i was in a chinese restaurant it was very interesting and then they were like looking at at me like hopefully she's not offended and i'm like why would i be (laughs) you don't think i talk about black problems with my black friends yes i do he thinks maybe a man on the moon would transition people like that to see something beyond their base hatred and find hope i'm gordo stevens and i come in peace 
he diffuses the seriousness of his words and his feelings by turning it into a sex joke saying i come in peace three times a day (laughs) deke's wife margo shows up to the female party and she is the ultimate white feminist to request a private word with karen we are in trouble Margot tells her like it would be best if ed came out and publicly backtracked those comments in exchange deacon convinced von braun to reinstate him on apollo 15 karen thinks because her husband has integrity he won't play politics as alina and her family plus many others cross the border they listen on the radio to the happenings of the mission Von Braun speaks with Margot about her silence with her father. She agrees to call him but won't go back south to visit. The landing begins but they crash with the situation now in Neil's hands. They have lost communication and after four hours Marge declares look we need to assemble for the press because shit is about to hit the fan. They are considered a lost cause michael collins reaches houston but refuses to come home without his teammates however tranquility comes through and neil announces they have landed on the moon planting the flag seeing the footage that we are all familiar with dick is happy that they made it his better half wants to get them home and that is how we end the episode once again with jimmy ruffin which is always appreciated if you want to send feedback on the next episode, blackoutcouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blackout magic. <laughs>